It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce with me. I am Michael Rand. Hope you guys are having a good day. Patrick, how are you? I'm uh, pretty uh, dang good. I got to uh, watch the uh, uh, Super Bowl first time in full uh, living color, just me and my wife together, and her observations made it uh, rather humorous. (laughs) She's not exactly an expert in the uh, the quote of the day was when she wondered why Kyle Shanahan kept looking at that magazine on the sidelines. <laughs> so, uh, it was uh, it was great to be the uh, I, mean, I don't consider myself the world's leading uh, expert on football, but it was fun watching the game with her because to explain the first downs and stuff like that, you know, that yes. we have to make. This, they don't have to score on this play, dear. They make three yards and they get to keep the ball, that kind of stuff. So it was uh, it was entertaining, to say the least. But uh, it was also on display the magic of the NFL. Yes. Three quarters, terrible game. San Francisco should have been two, 17 points yes. ahead. Yes. But they ended up not. Uh, getting that done. And then, lo and behold, uh, the, the, the fourth quarter in overtime, and it's going to be one of the great football games ever played. Only the second overtime in uh, 58 years of the Super Bowl, and uh, the first one under the new rules where uh, yes. both teams uh, both teams get the ball, even if the other team scores a touchdown to start overtime, which is a special playoff. That's Is that playoff? I or believe that's, Super- yeah. Because regular season, it's a, if it's a yeah. field goal, you get the, you get the ball, but a touchdown ends yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but in uh, in uh, in all the playoffs, you uh, it, it's a regular football game, and and I think a lot of people were confused yesterday that uh, at the end of the first quarter of overtime, uh, they thought you know, well, then you kick off over again or something. But no, it's just it's, as they re- kept repeating, it's just the start of another game. Right. So. Uh, Except it's sudden death as right. far as uh, once, once, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, once each team's had the ball, it becomes sudden right. death, right? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, it was, uh, it was typical, uh, Pat, Pat, Patrick Mahomes, don't give him the ball last. No. Don't give him the ball last. How about that winning play? I love that play. Just a little three yard pass, but, uh, they've, I've seen him run it before down on the goal line and that Hardman comes bursting to the left and Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, if you watched him, he kind of had his eyes, but he didn't oversell it, but his eyes were like left, right? It was, yeah. it was left and, but it wasn't like this dramatic look left. It was like this subtle look left because they didn't want to tip it off right. too bad. But hey, what are they trying to do here? Right. And then Hardman turns around, runs back, and it's wide open, and they throw the three-yard pass. And, and you know, the, the funny thing about it is, Mike, they, they went quick, too, so you're still, I, I, I said this on Twitter, that you're still feeling bad that you let him get to the three yard line and the game's over. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know, he, he's already thrown a touchdown pass, and uh, Won the game. I'll tell you, halfway through the season watching that Kansas City team, I wouldn't have given you a quarter for their chances to win the Super Bowl. No, they, they did not. They, they weren't. Not they weren't great. They weren't great. I mean, they they had such a hard path too, right? Like they did. They overcame, yeah. you know, a tough schedule, and they were not. A, didn't have a playoff. Didn't have a bye this year. Like. If you can't no. beat them this year, when you if you can't beat them this year, when are you going to beat them? And if you can't <laughs> win this year, if you're San Francisco, when are you going to win? 
Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, they loaded up. I mean, they brought yes. in uh, Chase Young. They brought in both Randy Gregory and Chase Young during the season to juice up their pass rush. And uh, the first first half, they were. I mean, Mahomes hardly had any chance against that pass rush. And then all of a sudden, as the game progressed, they lost a little of their pizzazz and they lost their run. I, I think Shanahan probably is going to get criticized for the fact that. They ran the ball so very well the first half, and then he and then they you know they started to shut him down in the second quarter. But he went away from it and didn't go back to it till that last drive in the fourth quarter. Basically, he didn't go yeah. back to the running game with McCaffrey. And McCaffrey is a beast, man. Oh Oof. yeah, I mean he's been banged up for years, and uh, but uh, man alive, he's he's something. He's he's fantastic, but Debo kind of took the day off, kept getting hurt, kept leaving the field, and that that made a difference too. But uh, yeah, it ends up being oh man, what a game, what a terrific Super Bowl! Now uh, they were making a big deal after the game. Have, has anybody won three in a row? Did Dallas? Uh, no, nope. I don't think anybody's won three Super Bowls in a row. I think Dallas That's... won like three out of four, right? In the yeah. something like that. New England, won, New England won a bunch of them, but uh, yeah. But so that was why they were making such a big uh, deal about three peat after the game, huh? Something like yep, that. Nobody's that, ever done three in a row. I think it's like seven teams maybe have done two in a row, like the Steelers, mm-hmm. the 49ers, the you know, the uh, Packers, certainly the mm-hmm. a bunch of other teams done have done two yeah. in a row, but now nobody's done three and you know now we, they've got three out of the last five. Of, we we lost three out of four, I don't think uh, but that, that's that's not a record <laughs> that's either. That's different. That's not that's a record different. either because Buffalo lost four straight, right? So uh, that's uh yeah. Buffalo lose four but, straight or four out of five, something it was, like that. No, it was four in a row. It was yeah, they yeah. but they yeah, San Francisco, like they had you said McCaffrey had a great game, but he lost that fumble on the first drive that changes the whole game. They yes. have, you know, the next drive, Trent Williams has a false start followed by a obvious holding penalty that derails that drive. They have the muff punt. They miss yes. an extra, they play get an extra point oh, block. Yeah, they, of, yeah, we forget they gave him the free touchdown when the guy dropped the punt on the 11 yard line. I right. mean, Kansas City, that was the second half. Kansas City wasn't doing anything. No. So, you know, and then all of a sudden you're in, they're in the end zone, and then you, then the guy kicks the, extra point like he's playing for a hills beaver creek he kicked it about two feet off the ground you know <laughs> like a, a high school kicker and uh he, later he makes he, 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 i mean he's made two booming field goals he did, but yeah. he, he kicked that thing off his ankle it was yes. uh it was and that you know they were you know so that kansas city didn't have to chase that point all day long right. so I made that, a... that that hurt too so yeah but just... it was uh, it was, uh you know the Chiefs, uh, they'll be better next year. How about how about our buddy though, uh, uh, Scandling, whatever the hell is Marquez Valdez Scandling? How about that play when he gets they they get a five yard gain and yes. he decides he's going to bounce off the tackle and turns it into an eight yard loss. Yes, he's that was amazing. What up? And Mahomes goes and grabs his yeah. helmet. And says, like, "What are you doing, you idiot? We want to be second yeah. and five. Jones on the sideline is like leaping out of his seat, like, what is going on here? Don't do that. <laughs> and they get, but they get out of it. Like that's the, that's the and, magic of Mahomes, right? Like he can yeah. erase all those mistakes. He, he gets you out of yeah. the box so many times and, you know, not, not to make it too Viking centric, but like, think about like 
San Francisco had such a good team, and Brock Purdy had a good year. Like he's a he's yeah. a good quarterback. He's a perfectly good quarterback. But you have all that going for you, and you you still can't win. Like what what does that tell you about where all these other teams are at? It's exactly why everybody's chasing a quarterback, right? Like you, it's in this yeah. day, in today's game, you gotta have that. You, you, it's just just one more reason why you, you've gotta. You can't you can't stay with cousins anymore. You just you gotta try something else. You gotta see if you can find if not your Mahomes, who's just once in a generation, someone who is closer to that that can help you win a game like that. Cause it's just like you know, the Vikings are half the team that San Francisco is. They've got half of what yes. they've got. And, you know, I know they beat them this year. They play played well in that game, but I don't know. It's just it's it's maddening to think about them trying to do this again with Cousins because they just don't have the, the overall roster to even think that could work. That's true. Uh, you did mention Chris Jones, and, you know, he'll go along and go along, and uh, and then uh, he makes plays that win games. Yes. <laughs> you know, he makes uh, he puts that last rush on Purdy, and uh, they have to end up kicking a field goal. And uh, that's, you know, that's the, that's the ball game right there. He's... Uh, He's a, he's, you know, he held out what started the year, didn't play the first two, three games, something like that. Yep. And he's, he doesn't look like this chiseled guy. You know, he's a huge guy. He looks a little chubby. And, uh, but all of a sudden, when you need to make a, he's kind of the Mahomes of defense for them. He, he makes yeah. this, he makes this ungodly play just when they need it the most. But, uh, thing about him is I've seen him this year, even when, you know, early in the year, they weren't good, but, even later on when they started playing good, they still had lousy first halves, you know, and it's, yeah. uh, they get in there and figure something out at halftime, you know, and men, but again, as you point out, they, they did give him a free touchdown when they dropped the punt. So what was that guy? Oh, they hit the guy, hit the one guy backing up, man. Yeah. yeah they, uh, the San Francisco's got to wake up this morning saying, how did we lose that game? We yeah. were, we were, we were the best, the best, we were the best team and we got beat. That's got to make you feel bad. Yeah. I mean, they were the best team in that game. They're one of the best teams all year. Like I saw like advanced stats wise, like they're the last, you know, I think they're the, the two teams that the Shanahan's had that lost the Super Bowl. They were like the second and third best teams in, in NFL history that in terms of, teams that didn't win the Super Bowl that made it that far and it's just like man like what what do they have to do differently I mean it, it, is it just one game is it is it the quarterback like what what's going on that that they can't finish it but they've got to be so frustrated because you well, right, they, they, they got to feel like they gave it away though they, I mean, they do they drop they dropped the punt. McCaffrey, of all people, had the fumble right off the bat when they right. were just moving. They, they oh, yeah. came out. They were just moving the ball. They were right. going to go right in and down and score a touchdown. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's a uh, the NFL has become a league that uh, you know. There's week after week you watch these games and they're terrible. But with four minutes to go, you don't know who's going to win. So everybody loves it. You it's know, all you remember, right? It. It's all you remember. Yeah, that this game. Oh, yeah, it was like three quarters. It was as bad as any game you could ever watch. It was like playing the, it was like the Gophers in Iowa in football. You know, with I said it was like the Gophers in Iowa without the crazed uh, replay official. It was the same <laughs> game, and uh, then then all of a sudden it's it's uh, oh, one of the most memorable Super Bowls of all time. I was thrilled to be at this great game. Right. 
Does that uh, Hunt kid, uh, Clark Hunt, does he come off like the uh, the uh, great super? Did you watch the post game at all? I only watched a little bit. I, this is the uh, it's the magic in our household. My wife has always has talked about this for for decades now. We we I I almost always have to walk walk a dog right after uh, right after a game ends. So it's like well, I watch like one or two minutes of the post game, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go walk the dog, and then we're gonna go to bed. So I, I Clark Hunt, uh, Clark Hunt comes off as the uh, one of those oh smooth, smarmy uh, guys that is the reason NFL ownership is uh, you know drives you nuts because oh I I was privileged to be at this game today afterwards and blah yeah. blah blah. So uh, yeah, it was uh, another one. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure they had to. By the fourth quarter, they probably had the most fantastic viewership of oh, all yeah. time. And yeah. we had Taylor. Taylor gets the win. Tim. Taylor gets the win. Yeah, they didn't overdo Taylor. I don't think. No. I, I don't think the Taylor critics can be too unhappy. But uh, of course, I had to say on Twitter how I love a great love story, did, and I I it just that. makes me a little misty, you know, to see <laughs> this. And, uh, you know, he is an interesting big old lug. He did nothing. He had one catch for one yard the first half. He, yeah, he, at the end of the third quarter, he probably had one catch, for, and then all of a sudden he made about six catches down the stretch, right? Bumped into Andy Reid. That was some of the some of the controversy well, I, too. You know, he was he was he was they were saying that he's mad because they took him off the field. They keep taking him off the field. And the tight end they put in the block got Mahomes sacked there. And yeah. uh, and he's it, it's funny though, every time he catches a pass, they take him out of the game. He's over on the sideline drinking water. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's uh, it must be the next play. He's not in on it or something. But uh yeah, that didn't that was a bad luck. But uh, you know, I think Andy with his stars has that kind of relationship yeah. where you, you can scream at each other and, uh, <laughs> you know, but he's, uh, it's, uh, he's an easy guy to cheer for Andy. Yeah. All he's been through with his kids and, uh, you know, his life and, uh, getting fired in Philly cause he lost, couldn't win the big game. And, uh, then he, uh, then he ends up going there and now they've won three and, uh, He's doing TV ads, and uh, he's he's become a uh, you know a uh, national celebrity. So good for him. Now we can breathlessly turn our attention to the Vikings off season. I mean, nothing's going to be settled for a while here. Although you know what you keep hearing is the Vikings kind of need to if, if the Vikings don't want Cousins to get to free agency if they're going to sign him right. Like if they're going to if they're going to keep him, which I don't think they should, but if they're going to keep him in the next, it's going to happen in the next few weeks before free agency starts before the new league year gets going because otherwise another team gets a crack at him. It's easier to kind of figure out the void years on his contract before the new league year starts, stuff like that. So this would this would happen fairly quickly, you would think, if it's going to happen. Yeah, he's been out campaigning, man. He's been oh, trying yeah. to make himself and that Netflix thing did wonders for him and uh, he's now a national celebrity and uh, it's, all that's doing is driving up the price of poker, man. It's, uh, yeah, the, the idea that he's going to, you know, you can maybe, uh, you can maybe, uh, sign him to some contract that's back ended and then you can be paving for it for years after he's done here. Right. But right. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, if you're, you know, you can put the money out there for five years afterwards and try to sign to, you got to sign Jefferson first. Don't yes. you? I don't know. That's the one you got to take care of first. You got to sign Jefferson and then see. And I, I saw something. Did Jefferson say this or are they just getting it secondhand? 
through the agent or something that he's looking to break the bank for the yeah. with this contract. So I I don't know where that. I comes don't think from. he would. I don't think he would say that. He's never said anything like that. He's been pretty no. diplomatic about that all. I think he was on. He made some of the rounds during Super Bowl week, but I can't imagine he would have said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, uh, that. That's just a headline, but just who knows? You know, I don't. What you what you see online now, uh, you know, you just you can't even read it anymore. You can't pay any attention to it because, you know, half of it is is, you know, if you as I said, if you go on YouTube, you can find out all these guys who have died who are still alive because they want <laughs> you. Right. They want you to hit. Uh, they want you to hit their uh, site and give them some hits. So, uh, right. yeah, it's hard to say, but uh, I I don't know. Yeah, the, you and I are both on the uh, on the. Uh, that's enough, Kirk. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, go go somewhere where you, and go somewhere where you can win. You know, sure. go, let's see if you got it. You know, right. let's see if you let's see if you're surrounded. You you had a thirteen and four team. You had the you know you had you had a couple pretty good teams here, and it never happened. So. Uh, you know, go somewhere and prove it. Prove that you're this uh, phenom that uh, anti-vaxxers think you are. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope. The anticipation. That incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino. Let your story begin. At the start of the sh- at the start of the show here, you you almost slipped up and said Rose Bowl instead of Super Bowl. And I don't know if that's that was the the uh the PJ Fleck conversation we were having going before the before we started recording or what it was, but uh, let's let's shift our attention now to the kind of 24 48 hour story we had over the weekend where the, was it you know, that long? Yeah, uh, twenty-four that hours, long? maybe. Chip Chip maybe. Kelly goes to Chip Kelly goes to Ohio State, bails out on being a head coach at UCLA to be an offensive coordinator at Ohio <laughs> Isn't State. That unbelievable. Yes, that's happened a few times this offseason. But yeah, yeah, that is something he, else. So Chip's telling you, we had no chance here to win at UCLA. I'm getting out of here, and uh, so uh, then. Uh, Brett McMurphy, who isn't really uh, is it, uh, Pete Thamel is usually PJ's Bobo, right? He's the one trying to get him contracts usually. But uh, McFer- McMurphy, was he the first guy to throw it out? There I can't remember there? if it was him or um, uh, there, was, there was two kind of, there was two pretty close succession. I can't remember. Leading candidate was PJ Fleck. Right. And uh and, you know, you look at it and say, oh, UCLA. Well, you, then you start looking at UCLA. Okay, Chip Kelly left. Why? Right. And then uh, then you look, and they're in terrible financial shape. Uh, they, You know, their athletic program's in terrible financial shape. Their football, their basketball, basketball. Now, they've had a little winning streak now, but they have no NIL money at UCLA for basketball. Which is, of all the places. How? how is that possible? I, I, just, I just have, assu- I I have assumptions about UCLA that were totally shattered in the, in the course yeah. of trying to figure this all out. Yeah, well, the state college, I think the state colleges in general are in California are in uh, financial disrepair. And, uh, you know, Cal's in terrible shape. And uh, UCLA, who, who the Big Ten 
warmly welcomes probably because they wanted Southern Cal and they'll take the other one. But uh, they're, uh, I, I was watching one of their basketball games about three, four weeks ago and Walton in his own crazy style was doing the game and he was making fun of the UCLA program. <laughs> how Nobody goes to the games anymore. They had a half a full house and how, you know, how, Terrible. It basically was kept making these jokes about how bad a shape the program was in and how they don't play any defense. And, and, uh, and, you know, now they've, they've won a few in a row there, but the fact that UCLA basketball is not being tremendously funded. Southern Cal has always had, you know, it's a private school and it's always had the big, the big cigars, as Sid used to call them. They've, they've got, they've got the alums that uh, really care about football. And uh, UCLA, I think UCLA's basketball crowd is kind of like the Gophers age-wise. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think they care anymore. And, uh, and, Football, it's it's not a good job. It's not a good job. It's a, he's got a better job here. He's making he's making six, and Coyle will turn around and give him another five hundred thousand for this phony baloney deal. That uh, hey, we saved him. We can give. I just got myself a three year extension, so right. uh, so we can give him another extension and uh, and uh, get him up there to six and a half million a year and uh, get a you know get the buyout and uh, plus the thing is. And you pointed this out when we were exchanging text last night. He's got a $7 million buyout. UCLA is yeah. not picking up a $7 million buyout. No. They never were going to pick up a seven-year-old buyout. And he sure as hell isn't going to pick it up, being the cheapo he is. So, uh, you know, he wants it all. And uh, But his agent, I don't know who his agent is, but his agent's a genius. He gets him in in what basically I can see those two guys having a meeting at the end of the year. I mean, he's five and seven and people are right. ripping him and, and he's saying, eh, we, we got to get me, we got to get these people back feeling great about me. Right. I know first job that opens up that's uh, that, that we, we got a chance. Uh, let's throw it out there. And uh, you know, and, and then I'll, then I'll release a statement saying I'm committed to the Gophers. They'll give me another raise, and the people will be glad to have me again. Yeah, it'll work well. So I like that theory. I mean, it feels like yeah. the kind of thing where if you if if this would have happened for some reason, let's say like none of these theories are true, and he would have gone, it would have been to the detriment of both Fleck and the Gophers, right? Like as, whatever we think of Fleck, the Gophers would have been in worse shape if he leaves like he's he's done enough well, here in the short term at least they would have been they would have been a, a rebuild it would have been hard to figure out okay well where do they go from here things have already started to get hard well, they don't have the nil even if you know even if they say they're getting better and flex go into a bad situation so it just didn't it didn't make sense like some other job yeah. might make sense right like if he's gonna go somewhere like now is kind of the time because well, the, you could see it kind of start to slip here but well, the bad thing about it is that it opens up the transfer. You know, you got, you got another transfer portal window coming up, and UCLA is going right? yeah. to lose. UCLA is going to lose twenty players because Chip's right. gone. Right. So uh, you know, it would have been the Gophers lost. You know, all of a sudden, uh, the running back who was fully committed to Minnesota <laughs> to staying here right. uh, is going to be uh, with us uh, because he's signed for Dinky Town. He's you know you're going to lose fifty. The the what would have hurt you is the uh, is the transfer portal that, yeah. that 
will win this. People just they they lose a coach. They got these deals with them. They got these relationships with them. They think they got them in their pocket, and uh, you know they they immediately go to the transfer portal and see what's uh, see what's uh, see what's out there. Some of them come back, but most of them uh, go to the transfer portal. So that's what would have hurt the Gophers. Not yeah. not that they couldn't have hired a good coach at six yeah. million a year, but right. uh, the fact that uh, the players who are they they want certainty and they. And Fleck was their certainty, and if you lose him, then you got uncertainty. So they they hit the portal and take off. It's a it's a, a, a chip leaving at this time is uh, just a disaster for them. But all everybody thought he was going to get fired if they had a bad year. Anyway, I was reading something from like a UCLA's version of the Gopher Hole, right? And they okay. are completely pessimistic about this season oh, yeah. ahead. They, you know, the UCLA is coming here October 12th. And when you're looking at it, you're saying, oh, man, Southern Cal and UCLA back to back. And then you start reading. Well, the Gophers will be a 10 point favorite over UCLA, yeah. probably. So it's a prestige program in name only at this point, I guess is how we yes. would say it. They just don't have yes. much going for them. So, yeah, once you once you dug into it, it didn't make as much sense. You're like, oh, initially, like yeah, UCLA, maybe he'd want to go there. And now you look at it, you're like. It would be. A, it's a step down, more or less. It's it's not yes. as it's not as it's good a of a job, job, at least. It's a worse job, and as I job. said, as I said, you know, it uh, at Minnesota, your field house is uh, four hundred yards from your stadium. At at UCLA, your uh, field house is twenty seven miles from your uh, stadium, and yeah. uh, so uh, it, it and you go over to the Rose Bowl. Nice ballpark. I've been there a few times. I love it. But you get 30,000 people most weeks, and that's yeah. a 100,000-seat stadium. That doesn't create too great an atmosphere. No. So, anyway. Let's move on. Let's move on talk go for basketball for but, a By the bit. way, people think that I people think that I was kind of suggesting I was rooting for him to leave. No! <laughs> it's like when Danny Green got fired. I'm very unhappy, man. I would have been very unhappy if he left. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, it's uh, you he's, your he's your you muse. He's your muse. You source of inspiration. You can, you can slip in that. You know, you're, you're halfway through a column and you're thinking, "Can I slip a PJ cheap shot in here somehow? <laughs> how, how am I going to do this?" It's uh, you know, it keeps my mind fresh, <laughs> at, uh, thinking up stuff. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't want him to leave. I want no. him to stay. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Gopher men's basketball, they had a chance oh. yesterday. They were 6-5 and five in the Big Ten going into the game at Iowa. Took a big lead against the Hawkeyes. I think they're up like 19 or 20 sometime in the sometime 20 in that game. Point, I think. Yeah, and they end up... Maybe 22, I don't know. End up losing 90-85. to 85. They stopped making shots. Iowa has a big rally. That one... Patrick, that one hurts because you feel like that one. You win that one, you're seven and five, and then it's like, okay, well, yeah. there's there's a realistic yeah. path to maybe you're making fourth, it to the tournament. You're fourth in the league if you win that one. You're fourth yeah. in the league. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, the first half, yes, you can watch the first half and say they played great. Well, one reason they played great is they made all their shots. Yeah. Carrington was fantastic. He made four threes. He hasn't made four threes all year. I like him. He's very good defensively. Uh, but I, did they make eight threes? In the, I mean, the they first made a half, lot. They did, yeah, they couldn't miss. The first they were half, just... they were bombing it, running, and they were, you know, I was terrible on defense. 
and they were getting layups and beating them down the court. And uh, uh, in the second half, they the big guy Payne he sat for a long time in the first half because he gets dumb fouls. And uh, and then the second half he comes out and they put it back on the floor and he gets fouls. And then Garcia leaves. He gets. Uh, it appeared that he got. Hurt and kicked in the twilight zone there at the uh, at the uh, you know, but it was something else. I don't know. It was uh, I've heard two theories that it was his that he appeared to be holding his left hand like something okay. happened, and then the other one that he might have a hamstring or something. But okay. he just sat there and didn't come back, and then pains and foul trouble. They never play all of Joseph anymore. No, I don't what know happened what there? I don't know what that deal is. I like that kid. He's he's out of here. He'll be a transfer. But uh, they stopped playing him for some reason. And uh, then uh, they had Parker Fox in there, and they like Parker Fox, and he's the energizer buddy and all that crap. But he uh, has no chance against this Freeman guy just who's this big moose from a uh, young freshman from Iowa who's probably going to be the Big Ten freshman of the year. And he just knocked him out of the way and dunked him on him. And uh, he kind of got it going. But they got sloppy with the ball at the end of the first half that kind of gave Iowa a little hope. And then they uh, Garcia threw one away at the end of the first half that was stupid. And uh, then the second half, they were awful. And the Hawkins was Hawkins went insane, driving all over the place yeah. and driving. And uh, but they. They lost their inside game, so they basically the only thing they could do is dribble a ball around out on the perimeter and then throw up a shot, and they stopped making shots. You know, when you when you don't have to make shots, they're easy to make, right? Right. And we were yep. in the first half. There was no pressure. Everything was going great. Second half, here comes Iowa. You're up, you know, all of a sudden you're up eight then you're up six and then you're up five and they're not giving you anything inside and you're they're giving you they're letting you shoot those open threes still but they're harder to make and then you start missing them and you're you're not a great shooting team anyway but it was a it was a terrible loss and uh you know now they gotta they gotta find out if garcia is gonna miss some time here or not or because i think Ben Johnson's quote I saw on Marcus's story was he didn't think it was serious. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't serious, why the hell wasn't he playing? <laughs> yeah. I, I want it to be serious. It better be serious. Serious so, enough. Yeah. He's serious, serious enough that you had to miss to, that time because that was a big enough that he could play the second half. Moment. So. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. they got at Purdue next. That's yeah, uh, they uh, they Garcia can take that game off just so he's ready for the next one. They can just mail that one in get beat by 30 and uh, get on with life after that. Cause they got, they got, they got home games. They can win. They, they, they could say, I, I thought they'd beat Iowa and then win their four home games and lose their uh, four road games. But uh, they're, they're obviously they let the Iowa game get away. So I don't think there's any path to the NCAA now, unless you, yeah, uh, you'd have to, you'd have to go on a winning, bigger run. If you win a quarterfinal game in the Big Ten tournament, you, but now you got to do that. Well, I don't. That that was a. Uh, there would have been some excitement back home you win that game, but uh, now it's now it's back to everybody who watched that game was had a sick feeling, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it was an awful loss, and it would have been a complete washout of a day in Iowa if they would have lost that game because the women, Caitlin Clark, they lost they that game to Nebraska. Beat. And they had a big lead, apparently, at Nebraska. Yes. But, but it is, 
The world has changed, uh, Michael. Iowa Crot, that place couldn't have been half full yesterday. Yeah. I mean, they show the second deck up there or up. It's actually one deck, but it goes way up. And, uh, you know, then they got an aisle, so it kind of, kind of separates. But uh, it's a huge place, and they showed it upstairs, and there was nobody there. They had, like, they, I don't know what they announced, but it looked like eight, ten thousand 10,000 max. Caitlin plays the place is full, yeah. you know, it it probably, and it was absolute stone quiet the entire first half. Yeah. And uh, then I go, uh, so it was a easy atmosphere and uh, they, they ended up uh, letting it get away. So Royal credit union, smart checking accounts offer no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Enjoy financial freedom when you open your Royal Credit Union smart checking account online at rcu.org slash go checking. Insured by NCUA. Let's finish yeah, up with man. some twins. You're down in Florida. You caught up with Cantorino the other day. I saw you wrote yes. about Austin Martin. Um, uh-huh. so all, we, of us in the me- all of us in the media are rooting for the arrival of Matt Cantorino by the middle of the summer. That lad can talk. Oh, yeah. But uh, he'll give you the good quotes. He's smooth and a good kid. And uh, they were really hot in him. Uh, I, I kind of wrote about it in 2021, yeah. and he was in camp here. And they they were thinking maybe before the end of the season. And now he's had uh, he had a, the bad forearm in in uh, in 21. He so he only pitched 23 innings, and then in 22 he. You know, he still had the bad forearm. He pitched some, but then he got Tommy John. And so he's been in the organization since 2019, and he's pitched 85 innings in the minor leagues. So, uh, you know, this is it's it's now uh, it's now time to actually pitch. They'll probably start him at double A, maybe triple A. I don't know. But uh, he's still they still like him as a good because they've kept him on a 40 man through all these injuries. But uh it is funny though when these rehab guys they have yeah. down here, they come down here and they make them stay down here months for months. He's been here for basically a year, wow. and uh, and Paddock was down here and was kind of his role model. And anyway, and then Austin Martin is, you know, to me, everybody say they got to resign Michael Taylor, and you know he was okay, but I I I I don't think that's a good use of your money. I mean, you got. The Martin kid, see, if, you know, you can, you can put Willie Castro in center field. If Buxton can play a couple of days a week, but uh, if you don't know, let the Martin kid's twenty five years old, he's he runs, he runs, he's just learning to play. I mean, he's just starting to play center field, right, full time now. But you know, he was a center fielder when he in his youth, and he just his versatility was playing second, short, and center. But he can run like crazy. See if he can, you know, I'd I'd play him five innings every game this spring down here and see if he can play center field or not, because he could be your answer. I I just don't see uh when, when you got athletes like this already in your organization and they're twenty five years old, you know, it's time to find out. Come on. So yeah. Well, and he's you know, he's number four, number five overall pick, right? He was part yes, of the right. part of the Barrios trade. Him and Simeon Woods Richardson were the two big yeah prizes from that i don't know if, if was richardson's going to make it or not but you got to find out about martin you're right he's he's probably yeah. you know 25 is about the age where you're not like you're not like past your prospect 
time yet, but and these guys lost, you know, lost basically a whole year with COVID. Like that was. Yes, that is. Everybody's behind schedule because of that. You know, a lot of, a lot of, unless you were, you know, Juan Soto or something like, you know, some phenomenon who was, of course, he was a phenomenon before they missed the year. But, uh, you know, unless you're Bobby Witt Jr. or something who's going to get there right away. Yeah. Those guys have missed the year. It's uh, the top prospects, but not the certain 100% prospects all, all are a year late basically because of that yeah. miss year. Well, that makes, I mean, you're right. Royce Lewis fits into that top prospect category, but it does make what he's done when healthy all the more impressive because he missed so much time. And then for oh, him to man, just man, step in and do what well. he does, he's that's impressive. Yeah, they uh, they traded uh, Jorge and they got uh, they traded Nick Gordon for a left-handed pitcher. I yes, saw that. people were I saw people were up in that. Really, you 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 want to see more Nick Gordon? Okay, uh, that's uh, you know he was they're giving him a chance to go and maybe make the club in Miami because he wasn't going to make the club here. I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see uh, if they're done or not. It's it's very funny that they keep adding these relief pitchers. Yes. I mean endless relief pitchers. Yes. And uh what they need is starters, yes. not relief pitchers, but they're uh, adding all these relief pitchers. What it does mean is Louis Varlin's a starter, right? I was just gonna yeah. ask you, yeah, what do you think he of Louis now? Be. Where does he fit in? He's gotta be a starter, right? I would think I so. Mean, At least that's where he begins the year, right? Like they yes. just don't have enough rotation depth otherwise. No, they don't. Otherwise, and here's the deal. I keep talking about it. They Okay, you go into the season, you got you got a stud, Lopez. You got Joe Ryan. He had a, about the six bad weeks, right? But he's okay. He's good. Uh, then you got uh, Chris Paddock, who's you think you think he's going like, to stay like your him. number three they all like year. Him. Yeah, yeah, I know, like but him. he's gonna he's gonna pitch 110 innings. 120. He's not gonna all of a sudden pop up and pitch 170 right. innings, and then you know. Bailey Ober, yeah. Bailey Ober, who's you know, he's okay. I like him, but uh, he, uh, you know, he hit the wall last year and had to take a couple of weeks out of, out of the rotation, and uh, and then Louie. So they need, but they need about three more starters because this is going to be. I keep saying this could be that year you need eight. Yeah. It's last year, last year they lost Malley, but everybody else pitched. They yeah. went through the whole season with the same guys. That doesn't happen anymore in modern. Because they got they got those MRI machines back there, and if a guy's got a twitch, they're gonna you know they're gonna find it, and uh, right. you know they everybody ends up in rehab. And I think that the I think the real concern with this team is is they're gonna need eight starting pitchers, and they got four and a half right now. Yeah, so. I think their top four are pass are a passable top four, led by a really good first yeah. one. And then, yeah, and they got the guy, they made that trade, the, the Polanco trade, they got a guy who could be a fifth starter. So they're, you know, and they, so that oh, plus Varlin plus that anybody else. That guy hasn't pitched for two years, though. De Scafani or whatever it is. De Scafani, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's a body, but how about their, uh, the record they've had with bad elbows isn't too great. Though. Yeah, uh, would, that's true. Would you agree with that? I uh, would agree they, with that, yes. They've, yeah. they've not done well with the, uh, and they he must had have the a different. Up. They must have a different MRI than some of the other teams yes, do. Yes, yes, yes. They're very, uh, they're very generous in uh, in signing guys who've been hurt. So when they have had no luck with guys who've been hurt, now we'll see if they have luck with Paddock or not.
Yeah. Boy, their faith in Paddock, though, man, alive. They uh, they basically paid him for two years not to pitch. So yeah, well, they could I think they could see this year coming. They knew that they were gonna, were not going to have Sonny Gray unless they <laughs> found some magic money somewhere. And they were like, well, what are we going to do? And that's that's the answer. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, pitchers and catchers report later this week. It's Wednesday, starting to feel, starting to feel like baseball. Catchers. Yes, it is. And I got to warn you, people, coming down to spring training this year. If you're going to a one o'clock game at the Boston Park on Daniels Parkway, going that direction, leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic is unbelievable down here on Daniels Parkway. Is it a lot why? of I the, the I think the population has exploded down here. People and, heading uh, to people heading to dinner at one. Is mm-hmm. that where they're going? I don't. Yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yesterday I timed it. I had to I had to do my uh, traditional. We we're on a road back into the jungle, basically here. Okay. There's a big Catholic church on that road, and it's two lanes uh-huh. going out. So uh-huh. every year I get down here, I have to look up mass times, not because I'm going to go, but because <laughs> I got to see when everybody else is going so I can then get through and get home. <laughs> and then I got, so they had a 9.15. So you got to leave at 9.15 and you got to be back by 10. You got to come, you got to be, wherever you're going, it's got to be quick because you don't want to oh. hit the traffic uh, because uh, there's a lot of old Catholics down here and they're still mass goers and God love them. That's great. So, what would the nuns say, Patrick? What would the nuns say? <laughs> They would say, we didn't have much hope for you in the first place. So that's what they would say. That's why we kicked you out of Alter Boys when you were 11. You and Daniel Weigerding got get kicked out of Alter Boys when you were 11. So, anyway, uh, we knew what was coming, they'd say. We knew it was coming. Can't stop what's coming. Well, it's, that's, right. that's as good a place to end as any, Patrick. Appreciate it as always. And we'll uh, we'll check in next week. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to get to then. So have a, have a good time in Florida until then. Alrighty, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. It was another, un- don't get in the ball last. That is the uh, moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs>